Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. Well, 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 today is Sunday, and I'm recording this the day before it airs, and it is an absolutely stunning day out there. For our listeners outside of Newfoundland, we still have some snow on the ground, And it's still like zero below zero. (laughs) So when we get a day where it's like two or three, I don't know, and that sun comes out, it just feels so good. And today I took some time to put my hammock out and it was all bundled up and just really soaking up the sunshine and taking some quiet time for myself. We had a bit of a busy week this week. Uh, My daughter Chantel and her partner Mike and my granddaughter Sadie were down for the week. So... We had a beautiful week soaking up some new memories and just spending some time together. So I really needed a little bit of slowdown here uh, on Sunday just to take some time for myself because sometimes I feel we forget to take time for ourselves, right? So I knew I had to record this episode and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the hammock and just give myself some time. And spoiler alert, every time I do this, I get so much clarity It doesn't have to be for a long time. I think I was only in the hammock for about 20 minutes and I'm going to head back out again later today. But we often feel that in order to be productive, I think we need to push forward. But oftentimes the pause is where the productivity lies for me. And I don't pause to be productive and I don't pause to you know, get further ahead, but organically it happens. And it's one of the beliefs that I've leaned into within my business that the more time I take care of myself, the more money I make, the more clients I attract, the more people I help. So really leaning into that is something that has transformed my life and my business. But the reason why I share this with you is because when I was lying in the hammock, I was like, okay, what am I feeling called to talk about on the podcast tomorrow? And it came through very quickly of like, you need to talk about intuition. And this is a little bit of a fun one for me because I don't often talk about intuition. And this, I guess, topic has been coming up in a lot of conversations lately with friends and It's something, to be quite honest, that I'm still working on, but it's something that I feel we need to talk about more. So I really want to talk about what intuition is and not like totally woo-woo if you're like, oh my God, we're going to go completely woo-woo. Not completely, just a little bit of woo today. Um, But I'm also going to share with you one of the biggest problems that people have when it comes to intuition, or some people will say like listening to your gut or this knowing feeling that we have. So for the purpose of this episode, I'm gonna use intuition. You can put in and interchange it for whatever word you resonate with, 
But one of the biggest struggles that people have is, Gina, how do I know if it's my ego or my intuition? And essentially, your ego is the thing that's going to pull you backwards, that has a lot of subconscious fears, a lot of subconscious doubts, that's really going to try and pull you back and keep you safe. And your intuition is your your knowing, right? That gut feeling. So we're going to play around with this episode today, and I'm going to give you um, my personal take on how I know what's ego and what's intuition. And then I'm going to give you some tips on how I get closer to my intuition and further away from my ego because I have some tools that I use that I feel are quite useful that I think could help you too. So take what works and what resonates and leave the rest as always. But I want to ask you a quick question before we really dive into like the spicy stuff. And the question is, have you ever been in a situation where instinctively you knew you should make one decision, but ignored it and went the other way? I know you're nodding your head. (laughs) I think we can all resonate with a time, or in my case, several times, where I ignored my intuition. And we're going to talk more about what that looks like for you. But I ignored this feeling that I had of, "Uh, Gina, this is the decision that you should make. And I completely ignored it and made the complete opposite decision. And oftentimes we do this because... You know, following our intuition can be uncomfortable. Um, Sometimes for me, this is a big one, is that I ignore my intuition because I don't want to be seen as unkind and listening to my ego and my heart is easier to do because I'm being, I'm making the kind decision because I always want to treat people with kindness, but the people pleasing tendency that's still in, in there Sometimes I make decisions to make other people happy rather than following my intuition, right? So there could be a bunch of reasons why you ignore your intuition. And I really invite you to explore that as you're kind of playing with intuition and see why do you abandon your intuition, right? So there are like, when I look back at my life, I have some major ones where I'm like, oh my God, Gina, I can't believe you ignored all the warning signs. So I'm just going to share a couple with you that maybe might trigger something for you in a positive way of like, oh yeah, like I remember there was this decision that I wanted to make and I didn't because I think identifying bits and pieces of what your intuition looks like is super important. So for me, when I was leaving my teaching career, um, I was having all the intuitive hits to leave, but my ego was so stubborn and I was like, nope, I have something to prove. I'm going to go back to teaching. I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to like put the, 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 <laughs> the intuition on the back burner because I was too worried about what other people were going to think. And I was too worried about proving that I could return back to teaching after I was sick. So for me, the nudges got louder and louder and louder until I could no longer ignore them anymore. So leaving teaching for me was a really big one. When I look back in business, I've made some decisions that intuitively I feel looking back, I knew what I was supposed to do. But once again, I made decisions out of comfort and out of not wanting to say no to people and wanting to not ruffle feathers and thinking, well, I mean, what's the worst case scenario here? You know, like if I do this thing, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? 
Um, I have several, several examples on that, which I'm happy to say that I feel I'm, I'm getting way better at making business decisions for me, not for the people, which is great. But I think one of the, the more common ones for me right now that I still have to work on quite regularly is trusting my gut on people. I, my heart always wants to see the good in people. And I find that my intuition will give me the feeling and then I'll come in with, well, I want to support this person or, you know, I want to bring this person along to the table and I want to help this person do X, Y, and Z. And I can see this person is struggling. So I go against my intuition more often than I would like to still when it comes to trusting my gut on, other, on you know, for other people. And that doesn't mean that they're bad people, but it means that I, tr- I don't trust my steps that are required and I still have this saving mentality where I want to save everybody. So learning to step into and tap into your tuition is really good for your personal growth, but also for your business growth, right? And it's such an important tool that I still use and I still want to master. I would not call myself a master in this. I would say I'm definitely getting better and I'm like a hundred times better than when I used to be. But I feel the more that I tap into this tool, the better my life and business not only feels, but how it grows, right? So if you stop and if you think about it, this is a strange tool. Like a lot of business people don't rely on intuition. Because if you think about it, as human beings, most of us lead with logic. It's the way we're programmed, right? It's the way we're taught. And while logical reasoning is a huge tool and a very important tool, intuition is equally as important too, right? But most of us have like taken that piece of us and we're like, oh, it's a little woo and, you know, and shoved it under a rug. And I think somewhere along the lines, we've been taught to trust what we can see except when we believed in Santa Claus. And then when we found out that wasn't true, then all the trust went out the window. (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. So naturally, having stats, finding evidence has become, for a lot of us, the only way to make decisions because it's really hard to trust and actually feel. And if you you stop and take a, a step backwards, Leaning into an intuition, it kind of forces you to leave that numb place that a lot of us hide in because a lot of us are afraid of our emotions. We're sh- afraid of showing our emotions. We're afraid of completely feeling because then we have to do something about it once we really step into and see, oh, wait a minute, I'm not happy here. Or, you know, this is a feeling that's coming up for me. And this work can be a little scary, but it's also beautiful, right? And this is a place where the the expansion happens and the, the growth happens. So I really want you to lean into this. So we want to come out of the numb place and allow ourselves to really feel. And while doing this work and while helping my clients, one of the biggest things, like I said in the beginning, is people don't know the difference between intuition and ego, right? So ego is like your logical brain, the part that's like, you know, talking to you and like telling you, you know, not to do something. And it's kind of loud, right? And your intuition, the way that I like to describe it, is very silent, So ego is loud. It's the what if it's the, you can really hear it. It's usually confused. It's frantic. It's like really cerebral. It's judgment. It's comparison, but intuition is quiet, right? It's like this 
feeling that I feel that you can't quite explain. It's a knowing, right? So when I stop and I have a moment and I'm like, ooh, and if I'm questioning myself, Gina, is this ego or is this intuition? And I think it's really important to get in the habit of when you're about to make a decision to stop and listen to what's happening within your body, in your mind, and in other parts of your body, because that's how you start to question how you're making decisions. Because most people make decisions from the ego, right? From the comparison, from the staying safe, from the, you know, it's, I can't possibly do this, from the judgment, from the fears. But making a decision from intu- intuition comes from quieting a little bit and going, ooh, okay, let's question this thought. And I always go, if it's loud and more in my head, it's definitely ego. It could be triggered from something that's happened to me in the past. It could be the thing I'm about to do tells me I'm not safe. And, you know, we all like to feel safe. But intuition for me is all belly, right? It happens in my belly and it's like a little feeling and it's so quiet. So for me, ego, loud, intuition, quiet. And I like to look at ego as more of like an instinct, right? Because we all act from instinct based on all of our past experiences. So ego is more like, um, let's just say in the past, I have fear around abandonment, right? And I'm about to go and do something that puts fear into me being abandoned again. My ego is going to react, right? It's going to be irrational. It's going to want to keep me safe from that. So if in the moment ego goes boom and, and is reactive, I know that's ego, but intuition is more insight, right? It's not scary. It's like a knowing it's gentle and it's not reacting to something. It's more insight. Ego is instinct. Intuition is insight. Okay. So these are just some things that I keep in mind. I know I've already said this, but I want to reiterate this because I think it's so important. I pay attention to my body, right? And I look at where I feel it and how I feel. Your emotions and your feelings are such good indicators of what's happening within your body. So once again, for me, intuition, belly, ego is more mind-centered. So if you have a thought, you can even just get used to where you're feeling it. I know some clients of mine feel it in their heart. I usually feel a belly first, then in my heart. So then I know, okay, I'm now I'm getting better and it doesn't take me as long because I've done the questioning and I've done the stopping and I've done the, the check-in and the gut check of, of what each means. So right now where I am, it's a little bit more faster, but for you, this might take some time and some paying attention because you might've distanced yourself from your body and your emotions. So allow yourself to get back in check with that. And one more thing that I want to talk about before, um, you know, before I move on to the next point, intuition tends to feel like a yes in the body, right? It's more of like, Ooh, you should definitely do this. But I find fear tends to feel like a no in the mind. You know what I mean? So intuition, intuition tends to feel clear and calm and easeful. Fear tends to feel confused, anxious, and hard. So those are just some tips. Like those are the four main ones that I want to give you too many because I don't want you to leave here and go, my God, I got to do all these things. Like even just pick one of those and go, okay, this is what I'm going to do in my check-in when I'm about to make a decision or when you are about to step into doing something. And I think those will really help. So the other, the other part that I want to dive into before we clue up the episode is how do you get more in tune with your intuition? How do you get more aligned with your intuition? 
So like I said, a lot of the things that we do today actually take us away from our intuition. We are scrolling on social media. We have people telling us what we should and should do everywhere we go look, right? We are being so pulled away from who we are as a person that intuition is not common anymore. So you have to be intentional about looking at your intuition and feeling your intuition again. So one of the things that I do that makes me so clear where my creativity goes through the roof, where I get my direction, where I know I'm on the right or wrong path is nature. And I know you're probably just rolled your eyes and go, okay, I heard this before, But really, if you stopped out in nature and even without a podcast or without having your phone handy, for me, that's my meditation. And I do meditate on top of that. But for me, in nature, you are closest to yourself when you are in nature. So this doesn't have to be like two hour walks. It can literally be starting with 10 minutes outside a day where you're sitting and walking or doing whatever something you enjoy for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? So nature for me is literally where all my answers are. There's a reason why I always go to the ocean with the hatchback open. I always get downloads. I always get clarity. I always feel like myself. So find what what piece of nature feels good for you and do that. The second thing that I do that's been super fun is that I put 10 minutes of nothing time in my schedule. And this is going to be like, what the heck, Gina? (laughs) Nothing time? I will pick a location in my house if it's nice, it's definitely outside, or I have a chair in the house where I don't have my phone, I don't have a journal, I don't have anything next to me to distract me. And I give myself 10 minutes of just sitting with myself. You can daydream, you can witness your thoughts, you can think about whatever, but it's 10 minutes to do absolutely nothing, zero expectations. And This is the process of coming back to yourself and actually sitting with yourself. Most people are so distracted that they don't even know what their own thoughts are. They've adopted everybody else's thoughts, everybody else's opinions. They're wearing what everybody else is wearing. They're doing what everybody else is doing that they don't even know who they are. So starting with 10 minutes of time can completely change your life. And I know that sounds bizarre, but it is so true. Give that a go. And then the third thing that I do, and this is, this is like my Bible, is within those two things, you're going to notice that you get to know yourself more. On a regular basis, I challenge my beliefs and I work on my identity. I catch my limiting beliefs, the stories that I'm telling myself. I challenge my interactions with other people. I challenge myself to look at other people's perspectives. And I'm constantly working on my inner game. Those three things will help you get more in line or more aligned with you, yourself, and your intuition. And if you start doing even one of those things, you're going to see your clarity come to life for you. You're going to see you starting to know yourself better. You're going to start to trust yourself better. You're going to pay attention to the emotions happening in your body. You're going to be able to listen to what's intuition and what's ego. So those three things, and I'm, I'm going to be bold enough to say, even one of those things, if you do regularly, is if you just do it once in a while, it's not going to have a huge impact. But if you do one of these things consistently, even for 10 minutes a day, it will transform your life. Because while I've already said several times, we are so plugged in, right? 
And it has made our inner world really noisy. If we have a noisy inner world, our intuition is not going to be clear. We get swayed the moment we wake up because most of us will reach for our phones, we'll go and we'll listen to the news, well, without even working on ourselves or getting taking a moment to be grounded, we're jumping in other people's problems. We are told by gurus what to do and how to do it and who to be. And we lose sight of this beautiful gift that we have. Each and every one of us, we all have this. And it's our intuition. So my invitation for you today is to take one thing. Because as you know, knowledge is great, but the magic happens in the application. So pick one thing and commit to 10 minutes a day to it and watch you get clear on your purpose, on your alignment, on your next steps, on your relationships, on your everything will become clear. No pressure. <laughs> but the key is, is to getting to getting to know yourself and knowing what is best for you. Not what everybody else tells you is best for you, but what you need and who you are and what's going to work best for you, right? So it's a practice, right? You have to practice this like anything else. And I'm still working on mine. <laughs> but the more I work with it, the more I'm learning what it feels like, right? The more I'm learning to trust what my intuition is and to trust what my ego is. So start playing with it. You can't mess this up. And just remember that in the process, failure is just feedback. So you can't do this wrong. It's only about figuring out what works for you. So no judgment as you do this, but have some fun with it. And I hope you really tap into your intuition. Okay, my friends, this was a lot longer episode than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to pop on and talk for 10 minutes about intuition, but this just fires me up. And I have to let you guys know, there is a workshop coming up in about a week and a half. It's not this Thursday, but next Thursday. And it's called the Consistency Equals Cash Workshop. And here's the thing, my friends. One of the things that we are going to be learning in this workshop is number one, what you should be consistent in that works for you. And number two, how to actually be consistent. So many people are being consistent in the wrong things and not seeing results. So I want to show you what your needle movers are for you and your business. And then number two, how to be consistent with them. So if you struggle with consistency, if you struggle with needle mover tasks, if you are burnt out and doing all the things and it's not working, get your butt in that workshop. It's going to be amazing. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes and I hope to see you there. And I hope you have a fabulous Monday, my friends. And remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real.